The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on your internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Sitting here, sitting over there at the helm, it's the empress of our little show here, the empress of our kingdom, Hello, is Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. Hello. People are actually asking in the comments uh, if you watched Emperor's New Groove. No. Well, you, you think I went home last night and it was just like... I, I didn't say that. I said the people in the comments, they were wondering, be nice. Speaking of which, speaking of the comments, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. Let me see here. We've got um, Rob Hathaway, Stephen Cassie, John Velo, and Tim Sparkman. Everyone's starting starting to comment first, second, third, or fourth. See, now, like they're trying to guess their seating. Well, and that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that they're just like, I just want to be in the top four. So yeah. I'll say, you know what, three, three, it's yeah, fine. three's good. Yeah, it's good. It because, still makes it because if you're first, then and you're not, then, <clears throat> then it's just embarrassing. Powers is here. Hey, Powers. what's up? If you're not first, you're last. Ooh. Thanks, Ricky Bobby. True. Um, <laughs> today, Wednesday, November 20th, 2019, eight days until Thanksgiving. Episode 861, 861. Juan D. Rodriguez's innings pitched. That's 86.1. Uh, he pitched 86.1 innings with the Texas Rangers. On today's show, friends and enemies, I suppose, if you're tuning in to hate watch this show. Um, we got this week in recruiting with Powers, our recruiting analyst from Next Level Athlete. We will then hear from Matt Stepp, who caught up with the head coach of the Westlake Panthers, Coach Roy Stroman, coming up here at back half of the show. And then the world premiere of Matt Stepp's Area Round Dream Road Trip. Mm-hmm. The world premiere. You will not want to miss this at the back half of the program coming up here on Texas Football Today. A programming note, um, we will have a show tomorrow. Uh, with your normal your normal show, we'll have Thursday look ahead. We'll have the picks. We will have uh, free money. Friday is kind of up in the air, and I'll I've, I I mentioned this on the on the pre show before the free show yesterday. Uh, but uh, my kid's sick, and so my mom is watching him currently, so I can do this internet show for you right now. But if he can go to daycare on Friday, if he can go to school on Friday, then awesome. We'll have a show. Did you look at the Slack chat earlier? No. Mm. Step Step said he would probably be available oh. for Mailback Friday. So even Maybe. if little Hank is not all better, it, we okay. might have a we might have a step appearance there. Stay but tuned. That's up to you. Yeah, well, it's still on the fringe. Just Stay tuned for Friday, but we will definitely have a show tomorrow. Your big area round preview uh, tomorrow, so don't miss that. Um, in any case, uh, just a little programming note here from your friends at Texas Football Today. <laughs> Wing. <clears throat> Put your phone down. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a gift. We're making that into a gift. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Greg Tupper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. 
Greg Powers is the next level athlete. Follow him on Twitter at G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D One. Hello, Powers. What's going on? How are things in, in Powers Land? In Powers Everything's land. great in Powers <laughs> Land. I am batching it right now, running the household. Ooh, yeah. Keeping up with high school football and five games on the docket for this week. Five Coverage games. Wise. So wow. there's a lot of games. Oh, I'm going to do cow. Highland Park Magnolia mm-hmm. uh, at Jerry's World. And then the doubleheader in Jerry's World on Friday. Friday. And Ooh, I'll then see you there. Doubleheader at the Frisco Star on Saturday. Mm, nice. Who's playing the Star? Uh, Flower Mound, Marcus, and Lake Highlands. And Pleasant Grove versus. Oh, yeah. Who's PG got? Salido? Salido? Yeah. Salido. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You'll be the PG. PG's played there before. Yeah, last year I watched them there last year. That's going to be big time for Salado because their their high school is literally in between like two pastures. There's nothing oh, out there. Oh, yeah, it's, I'm it is quite familiar with Salado. Yeah, they um, were in our district for basketball for a while. I actually, Lano. Yeah. I love covering those games in the store mm-hmm. because it's a unique experience for the kids who get to come in, the, the fans, and they seem to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, uh, that will be a lot of fun. And, and so um, we will, of course, have coverage on TexasFootball.com for all those games. But first... Let's get to this week in recruiting. You can find it at TexasFootball.com. Start with our prospect on the rise. You were at the Colony in Lancaster yep. yesterday, or last week. Uh, fantastic game. Lancaster pulls away late to win that game. Uh, but the guy that I know that you were really, really excited to see and came away impressed with was Miles Price, the do-it-all athlete there for, for the Colony. Um, a Texas Tech commit in 2020, uh, and this is a guy who... Uh, yeah, I mean, like we, we say all the time that he's a threat to go the distance every time he touches the ball. Right. Miles Price is a threat to go the distance every time he touches the ball. He is that quick and that dynamic. And they use him in some interesting ways within that offense and in the return game. You know, he might be lined up as a Wildcat quarterback. He might be lined up in a, as a slot wide receiver. Um, and you see him working out here with Dontre Wilson from the Next Level Athlete Camp. Dontre was one of our wide receiver coaches, and that's kind of ironic because that may be a good type of comparison for Miles Price's game because Dontre was that Mr. Do-Everything in that DeSoto Eagles offense when he was there. Uh, so Texas Tech is getting a versatile offensive weapon. Uh, Miles could probably play defensive back, but I like – you know, he's not – over 510 so I probably like him better on the offensive side of the football uh, has pretty good hands and he has that make you miss ability in the open field but the colony also has a defensive tackle named Marcus Moore mm-hmm. who is very explosive I looked at his list a little bit uh, further this week and he's got a ton of offers but no P5 schools yet and I think he has P5 skill levels so that's uh, maybe somebody to watch as signing day approaches and if he doesn't sign in the early period maybe in the second signing Marcus day. Moore was a guy that Ishmael Came away really impressed right. by uh, by the colony, and this is a guy six one two seventy five. He's that kind of quintessential interior lineman, right. uh, kind of. But but he is he is he. Uh, what what really impressed me about him in watching his film was he's got a terrific terrific upper body strength, and it seems like he's he's like he's got he plays with good leverage, and he plays he plays like a guy who knows what he's doing. He's not just a big guy that they put in the middle and say take up space. Like he knows what he's doing right. up there. Well, he's a playmaker and. From the standpoint that he's not just like a one-trick pony. He's not just a gap-plugging defensive tackle. He's a guy who mm-hmm. can apply pressure behind the line of scrimmage and make some different thing ha- things happen. Defensive tackle is a remarkably hard uh, position to find talent and guys who will play hard consistently snap to snap. I'm a bit surprised that Marcus Moore doesn't have P5 schools chasing. Let's go to our commit of the week. And it's a guy who was committed and is now committed again to a different school. Uh, it's a flip. Uh, it is Frisco Lone Star wide receiver Marvin Mims. Longtime Stanford commit mm-hmm. has flipped, 
And uh, boy, talk about Rich getting richer. Flips to Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, name one time they've ever had a good receiver. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, the rich get richer. Marvin Mims, who's one of the very, very best receivers in the state, uh, is heading to Soonerland. We can talk about Marvin Mims for a really long time. Everybody knows what type of numbers he's put up this season. He was the recruit of the week a few weeks back. Um, we've talked about him multiple times. Um, one of the top playmakers at the wide receiver position in the entire state of Texas. Uh, rated number 29 in the DCTF Hot 100. Uh, but I think the thing that kind of sums this up best is team's scheme for Marvin Mims every game to try mm -hmm. to take him out of the game and they can't do it. Mm -hmm. That's the type of player he is. He has a great uh, or he has an advanced route tree. He can run all the routes. You just saw him running a wheel. Uh, they move him around and let him do different things within that offense. Uh, but scheme away defensive coordinators, you're going to have a hard time trying to slow this guy down. He is a, like plain and simple. I have seen he is the best player I've seen in person this year. Wow. Um, him and Jackson. Jackson him and Jackson Smith, Smith and Jigba. I've seen them both and they are comparable which they is are crazy. they're crazy good like these these are like it's a really good year for receivers in in the class of 2020 it is we haven't even mentioned demon demas who is currently ineligible but is is a guy who is a, a an absolute stud but marvin mims is i just felt like every time he was like on the field it's like oh you're the best player on the field and when you stand out like that at the 5a level like that's that's not to say it's easy to do it at any level but like i think back to rashad paul okay when right. rashad paul was at bremond you could watch Bremont and say, oh, oh, you're the best player on the field. You know, James Washington was the same way at Stanford. To do that at the 5A level is super difficult, but there was never a doubt that Marvin Mims was the best player on the field when and I saw him. I think Marvin Mims and Jackson Smith and Jigba are two wide receivers who are in that Mr. Texas football debate this year and should be. Totally agree. It's harder. We've talked about it, you know, here in the office. As we've discussed, you know, the strong candidates to possibly win that award sometime. We mm -hmm. released the semifinalists a couple weeks ago. Um but could a wide receiver take it this year? Yeah, we've ne uh, we have we've never had a receiver win it. Mm -mm. Wow! So that Mims is, is uh, he is whatever school he goes to is if he stays at Oklahoma is lucky from a student perspective too. That kid is smart. Yeah. I interviewed him and Jackson both so well spoken. I mean that's how he got uh, in at Stanford yeah. in the first place. Very very cool kid. Yeah. Uh, so Marvin Mims is now committed to Oklahoma. So they finally have a receiver. <laughs> Somebody, Woo, we somebody to take over after C.D. Lamb and yeah. D.O. East and Jaden Hazelwood and Trajan Bridges. They found somebody. Yeah, yeah. finally. Oh, good for <laughs> Thank them. God. Boy, hmm, I was worried. <laughs> uh, let's get to our underclassman of the week. It's Katie, Katie Tompkins, 2021 defensive end. Tonmisi Adelele. Oh, oh, we got it. Adele, Adele? I'll go with that. Adelaide? Adelaide? struggled. <laughs> Adelaide? I don't Just know. Just let him keep going. <laughs> I don't know. Katie Tompkins, defensive end. Tonmisi Adelaide. I'm going to go with. Uh, anyway, he named the top five. A&M, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Bunch of heavy hitters there. Uh, a big reason why Katie Tompkins is in the area round of the playoffs. Got by 4 pin Travis last right. week. Uh, he is a stud defensive end. And by the way, still got one more year to develop. Uh, Texas A&M was the lone in-state school to make the cut-down list. Um, really keeping an eye on Ohio State here. He's taken, a, I believe, a couple of unofficial visits up there already. So that's really something to monitor when you can go from – Houston all the way up to Columbus on your own dime. Uh, to see that program multiple times, it may be something to really uh, take into account. Mm -hmm. um, and he's going to be making his decision uh, in January. So the clock is now ticking for the schools to try to 
to secure a verbal non-binding commitment from Tunmishi. And we'll see how it all shakes out. And he is one of those prospects who's a top 10-ish probably lock Mm -hmm. uh, for the prospect rankings in 2021 and will be a contender for five-star status. He is a guy that is quicker than his size would indicate. Because this right. is a guy at 6'3", 260, you would think, okay, maybe a little bit lumbering, stuff like that. But the get-off from this kid and the explosiveness from him is, right, like, shocking. It's yeah. it's really, like, you look at me like, okay, he's, like, there's no way he's quick. He's big, but there's no way he's quick. But, boy, howdy, he closes in a hurry. And his junior tape is a little bit better than his sophomore tape. We're actually watching his sophomore highlights right here. He didn't have a composed junior highlight tape yet. And if he did, they've put it behind uh, the privacy for this, the playoffs. Mm. So, But this is his sophomore highlights, and he's a little bit more explosive playing probably at like 240 on this highlight tape, playing at around 260, 265 right now. He's one of those new age, versatile, versatile defensive ends who can uh, – Hold his gap, but also put pressure on the quarterback. Let's get to our commit or our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is uh, McKinney North to tight end Brandon Frazier. A uh, little bit easier name to say. Yes, much easier. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Frazier is a guy who was an Arkansas commit, a longtime Arkansas commit, decommitted, and has suddenly getting back on the market. Will uh, will get your phone buzzing. Yep. He's picked up more than a half dozen offers uh, since announcing his decommitment, uh, including Florida State, Oregon State, Virginia Tech, USC, Pitt, Maryland. He's already got a ton of offers, but this is a guy, you know, the McKinney North offense has been crazy this year, and Brandon Frazier is a big reason why. I really like Frazier's tape. There was some talk, I think, of him early on about potentially growing into an offensive tackle. I went and watched him live this year, kind of assessed uh, where I thought he was at. And, you know, he's playing a little bit slimmer even maybe than he was in the offseason. Looks really good on the run uh, and is a well-rounded tight end from the standpoint that they'll line him up as a true inline guy. Um, And he has the size, you know, 6'7", 250 pounds to be a true inline guy at the college level. But they'll also use him as an H-back slash sniffer back in that offense to uh, locate second-level blocks. And they'll they'll sometimes split him out wide as a flex option as well. So he's a very versatile big man, and I think that's why you see so many schools offering him because he's really uh, scheme versatile in the fact that he can play for pretty much anybody. He sure can, and and a big reason why McKinney North is still humming. They get a big test against Lancaster. Yep. Uh, this week, uh, our this week in recruiting game of the week. I mean, at this point, you got your pick of the litter. But right. Magnolia and Highland Park is a Thursday night affair at AT and T Stadium in Arlington. You know, all eyes on Chandler Morris, who uh, has decommitted from Arkansas for reasons I can't necessarily understand. <laughs> uh, but I'm interested in this Magnolia kid. Magnolia's got a got a tackle in in Matthew Wyckoff that I don't know if that a ton of people know about. Well, a lot of schools know about him. He's picked up double-digit offers now. I think he has, like, all the big-time schools on Mm -hmm. his list now. Uh, But I wanted to highlight, out of the five games I'm going to this weekend, I wanted to highlight this game because I think Magnolia has a chance in this game. Mm, Talent-wise. Do you want want me to sound the upset alert? You you can sound the upset alert if you want. But you'll you'll know more about the line. I don't know what the line is on the game or how big of a favorite Highland Park is. But I'm just looking at talent. Talent in this game, Magnolia is an underestimated team. They have uh, they have the the players up front. You have Derek Bowman, who's committed to Houston. You have Matthew Wyckoff, who's one of the top offensive tackle prospects in the state in 2021. Uh, they have some talent at on defense and offense with. 
Texas Tech commit Ryan Frank uh, on the defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Ryan Frank's at Magnolia West. Yeah. Uh, ben Renfro is who yeah. I meant to say. Ben Renfro at Magnolia, who's committed to Utah, who's a guy who could play on either side of the football. He's a, a talented wide receiver. And they've got some under-the-radar guys. So there's a lot of talent at Magnolia bringing those guys up to play Highland Park in what is I would say is like a second home. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen Highland Park get beat in AT and T Stadium. I don't think I don't, they've I ever don't, been beat. No. I don't think. Um, yeah, and and you know they'll play. Uh, I mean, what's going to be interesting is you know it being indoors on a fast track. Can Magnolia take advantage of that? Right. Uh, now the computer has um, Highland Park by um, more than three touchdowns. So this is this would be a big. This would be a big upset. I think yeah. it's a clo- on, talent wise, it's a closer yeah. game than that. I th- I think know? I think I think there's plenty of reason to think that. And I'm really interested in, in all the games that are going to be up this week. But, yeah, Magnolia in Highland Park is an interesting matchup there Thursday night at AT&T Stadium. He is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. And Powers, let's do it again next week. Let's do it. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash DaveCampbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash DaveCampbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. We have a question here that yeah. you probably would know the answer to. I don't. Um, Tim Sparkman said that high school and college pickums on the web page are they going to get updated or is it just or is it over? Uh, I need to talk with Ish. All right. Well, we will try and figure that out before the show ends, and we'll let you know. Speaking of on the road, Greg Power is going to be on the road. Another guy who was on the road last week. Did a crazy trip. He went from Amarillo all the way down to the Rio Grande Valley. Was Matt Stepp. He caught up with the head coach of the Westlaco Panthers, who were victorious on Saturday. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with Westlaco coach Roy Stroman here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at Bobby Lackey Stadium in Westlaco, Texas. Here with the head coach of the Bay District Champion Westlaco Panthers, Coach Roy Stroman. Hard fought, 35-28 win over Los Fresnos. So to improve to nine and two. Congratulations. Appreciate that. You know, every time that's always been a Los Fresnos Westlaco game, you can throw the records out the window. Uh, it's always been a, a tough game. They got great kids. Coach Brown and his staff have done a tremendous job, and they came in here with a great game plan that we had to adjust at halftime to try to stop them a little bit and, and uh, you know, turn out to be a great game. First half, I thought Los Fresnos really did a great job controlling the tempo. They had, they had a couple of real long drives, kept the ball away from you guys, and jumped out to a, a halftime lead. You mentioned the adjustments in the second half. What, what specific, without giving away too much, uh, but what specifically did you guys do to uh, kind of contain that their, their option-based offense? We had to load the box a little bit more, so uh, that's all we did. We took a safety out and brought an extra linebacker in, and that's, that's what it was. So, uh, But you know what? We were expecting something else, and they came out with totally something else. But, but our defense, you know, they did a good job of adjusting the second half and 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 trusting the process and, tr- and trusting the execute I mean they executed and, and trusting the coaches and the plan and and fortunately for us we came out with a victory t- tonight what's it say about your seniors and your kids to, to not get frustrated because they could a, a lesser teams could have gotten frustrated and, and kind of started infighting and bickering when things weren't going well early on uh, what's it say about your kids that they kind of stayed the course and, and things kind of turned around in the second half one thing about these kids we've always been a second half team uh, you know our two losses have been 
a combined uh, combined six points total. You know, we lost two, uh, a game by three, and uh, and then we lost to East by three. So, one thing about our kids is they never quit. You know, they they just they they uh, it's highs and lows, and and they stayed even keel, and they just trust, trusted the process, and and they executed the plan, and that's that's the reason why uh, they, we did what we did tonight. Down by a point in the fourth quarter, you guys put together a real clutch drive to take the lead. Uh, you know, Jacob Cavazos, your quarterback, uh, been around for a while. Uh, seem to be cool, calm, and collected out there. How, how, how does that make you feel as a head coach to have a guy out there with that kind of experience and, and leadership ability and, and talent as well? He's a coach's kid, you know, and, and those kids are special. Those kids are, are, are gym rats. They've been around it. And, and uh, when he looked at me, he winked at me. He goes, you know what, I got it. And, and I say, you know what, you kind of as a, as a coach, you're like, you know what, this kid in a tough situation, tough environment, you know, fourth and two or whatever it was, you know, he's like, and he's, you know what, coach, I got it. So it just – you know, it, it just speaks volumes. I mean, he's a great football player, but he's a better person. So, props to his parents. All right, now fourth and one. There, you down. You're down by a point. Everybody in the building is thinking you're going to run the ball and try to, you know, grind out a couple yards. And you, and, and you guys pull out the wheel route, and Peyton makes the play. Jacob puts the ball on the money. Uh, whose call was that? And and, and, and were, how nervous were you when that ball was in the air? Because Peyton was open, but you know those sometimes those those are the toughest catches to make, aren't they? Well, I tell you what, either I'm a good coach or I'm the worst coach in history, and that's that's what it is. No, uh, our offensive coordinator, Coach Pena and Coach Cantu, they've been working and saving that one, and and uh, and we've been executed in practice. So uh, we we knew that we had that one saved up, and and we knew that they were going to load up the box and try to stop Jacob and Peyton. And you know, fortunate for us, you know, that it, it it worked. And I just wanted to get the first down and it ended up being a touchdown. So we'll take that. You get to host another game next week. You got McAllen Memorial coming in for the area playoffs. Should be two of the best teams in the Valley. I know it'll be a big crowd again. Um, to get to play one more week, what's that mean for you as a first-year head coach and for this program, which has got so much tradition down here in the Valley? Expectations are always higher at Westlake, Ohio. I mean, we had goals coming in, you know, to contend for a district championship, to make playoffs, to, you know, to practice on Thanksgiving and play in December. That's always been the goals here at Westlake, whether it be me or whoever it is. But we've got great kids here. You know, it speaks volumes of our community. we got two Westlake schools still in the playoffs, and we still got three teams in 31 6 states still in the playoffs. So, I mean, we've got a tough district. Where the, the best thing about it is Coach Littleton's going to have his team ready, and, and it's going to be a great McAllen Memorial Westlaco football game, and I hope everybody comes out and supports us. You got any message for the Westlaco fans? I mean, I know you had a big crowd tonight, but you're expecting a bigger crowd next week, right? Oh, no doubt. You know, the, it, the greatest thing is it's at home. You got two teams from here, so both sides, we're expecting close to 15,000 people. So, I mean, come on, support these kids. These kids have been working hard, and, and uh, you know, we'll be here, and, and we're just going to do our best to try to put the best product on the football field for uh, on Friday night to, in order for us to be successful. Coach, congrats on the win. Good luck the rest of the way, and hopefully we'll see you down the road. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. There he is, Royce Troman, head coach, the Westlake Panthers. Big game coming up this weekend about against McAllen Memorial, which maybe – Maybe. We'll talk about the picks tomorrow. Maybe. That's a tease. Uh, so that was last week. Matt Stepp was on the road. This week, Matt Stepp is also going to be on the road, and he plotted out his area-round dream road trip. Literally nobody in the world I would trust to do this more than Matt Stepp. Absolutely not. Here's Matt Stepp's area-round dream road trip here on Texas Football Today. Hey, it's Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here to give you your area-round playoff dream road trip. And we're going to start on Thursday night with a game that the entire DCTF crew is going to be at. So why don't you join us in Gladewater on Thursday 
as the Jefferson Bulldogs take on the Malakoff Tigers at beautiful Jack Murphy Stadium in Gladewater. And hey, pregame meal. When you go to Tyler in the East Texas area, you got to go to Stanley's Famous Barbecue. Get their brother-in-law sandwich. Mm, good stuff. If you're not in the room for barbecue, head over to Clear Springs Cafe, get you a great burger, or maybe even a little chicken fried steak. Post-game, head a little south on, the, on the Highway 59 down in Nacogdoches, home of Stephen F. Austin University, where you get you a hotel room, spend the night in Texas's oldest town, and get up early in the morning and grab breakfast at Dolly's Diner in Nacogdoches. Great pancakes, great corned beef and hash, and head on far, further south down 59, all the way into the Houston area to grab lunch as you're taking a long road trip on Friday. Get you some lunch at Poochie's favorite place, Kenny and Ziggy's Deli in Houston. Great turkey sandwiches, great sandwiches all together. You don't want to eat too heavy on lunch because you've got a long road trip ahead of you because you are heading all the way south to Westlaco, Texas, where McAllen Memorial takes on the Westlaco Panthers at beautiful Bobby Lackey Stadium in, in Westlaco, Texas, in the middle of the Rio Grande Valley. Pre-game meal, you can't go wrong Costa Mesa and McAllen on North 10th Street. Get the Bontana platter if you travel with a group of buddies. If not, just get you an enchilada plate. Good stuff there. Uh, if you're in the mood for burgers, go to Wallbangers. You can create your own burger in McAllen. Or if you're in the mood for Italian, hit Cortino's in Westlaco, Texas for a great pregame meal before you watch what should be a fantastic area-round playoff game between McAllen Memorial and Westlaco. Saturday morning, get you some breakfast at El Pato, which has several locations in the Rio Grande Valley, or head over to head over to Edinburgh and get you breakfast at David Hinojosa's favorite spot, Anita's Cafe. For your lunchtime menu, head north to Corpus Christi, where there's a 2 o'clock matchup between Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial and San Antonio Veterans Memorial at beautiful Buccaneer Stadium at Corpus Christi. Post-game, if you're in the mood for seafood in Corpus, Water Street Oyster Bar, Republic of Texas or Hester's Cafe are some of your favorite spots to go to in Corpus Christi post-game after a great playoff weekend. So check us out next week on Dave Campbell's Texas Football as we'll be back on the road for the regional semifinals in the 2019 Texas High School Football Playoffs. There it is, Matt Stepp's area-round dream road trip. Uh, you want to watch it again? No. <laughs> I've seen it once. And you can see it again at TexasFootball.com and on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we've got the area round dream road trip. We're going to do that every week, at least during the playoffs. Uh, and then people have liked, liked it so far. Maybe we'll dust that thing off in the regular season next year. Yeah. Um, one small housekeeping note. Tim Sparkman asked about the, pl- the pickums. We are getting the pickums up uh, right now. They are done. There's a technical snafu on the back end of the website. We're going to get that fixed. Uh, so go to the pickum page and do put in your pickums for this week. We will have it, I promise. So, sports. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. That was really the only final thought was about the Pickums. Um, Boy, people are off their game I today. Will say, yeah, I will say if we're going back to the road trip that we I will be going on that, and I'm excited to try that brother-in-law. Stanley's? Yeah, Stanley's, Stanley's is legit. There, I'm so. very sad that I'm going to miss it. I know. I'm extremely sad. Yeah. The other, oh, the other thing too. If you're in the Corpus area, uh, uh, Snoopy's. It's a. Uh, it's in Padre Island, but it's right there along the beach. And then right next to it is an ice cream shop called Scoopies. So you go to Snoopy's and get fish and stuff like that. And then you go to Scoopies and get ice cream. I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. So is it on Padre or is it in Corpus? Because those are two very different things. Uh, it's not South Padre. It's actually Padre. Okay, so right it, in between yes. Corpus and Port Aransas. Understood. Right there. Got it. Yeah. I was sorry. I was. No, no, no. It's okay. Most people get that confused when I, I say, was say it. I was going to say, because I've, uh, I've been to 
South Padre. And I was like, yeah, no, I've never been to South Padre, but my uncle had a house down in Padre. So we used to go down there all the time as a kid. There we go. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Camels. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Camels. And of course, see us at TextFootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.